You're listening to Five Things with Lisa Birnbach. It's Lisa Birnbach, and we just had a very quiet Thanksgiving for our family and most families I know. In fact, no one got on a plane to join distant relatives. No one tossed a football after a big meal. Then again, no one in my family has ever tossed a football after a big meal. And if there were football games to watch, I don't know about them because no one turned them on. This Thanksgiving was filled with phone calls, FaceTimes, and very distanced family. Very separate. But everybody was just a phone call away. I'm not going to feel sorry for ourselves. I, I feel sorry for one of my exhibits who's quarantining by herself. You know, that's crummy. But, you know, it's the way it is. Much better that than have her sick. My mom is probably foggy about why she had to eat turkey by herself, but she may not remember that she did that in the first place. In a way, maybe that's just luck. And, you know, I believe, I don't know if I believe in luck, but I know I feel lucky and I feel like it's time to count my blessings. And by the way, Talking this way is a little new to me. I know I sound like an amateur Sunday school teacher, and I apologize. After a long, long siege, it does feel finally safe to exhale. The news isn't bad. Life is okay. And so because of Thanksgiving and because we're taking a breath, taking a beat, I need to confess there is no guest on today's show. I'm just going to muse a tiny bit on what I'm thinking and, of course, share my five things that make life better. Earlier this week, I read about the new nominations to President-elect Biden's cabinet. I swear I'm still smiling every time I say that. He will be our next president and Kamala Harris will be our next vice president. And the people he has named to join him are so impressive, so experienced, and excuse me, qualified for the positions that they've been named to. These aren't payoffs to deep-pocketed donors. These are women and men who will make us proud. And also, they will make us relaxed. Also, and critically, We've already heard from three of the many pharmaceutical companies that have been working to develop a COVID vaccine. And these three have announced that they have an effectiveness rating of over 90%, and two of them 95%. Dr. Fauci thinks we'll be able to get our shots before the summer. Never have I wanted a shot so badly. I think that's really great news. I know that some of you have lost loved ones to this awful virus. I also know that many of you have had this awful virus in its many forms. My friend Scott had a very serious version. My friend Rick also. My friend Celia was on a ventilator. I mean, this really hit close to home. And if it did for me, I'm sure it did for you. So even if we're not physically close, and even though we'll probably be wearing face masks for many more months, it does feel like we've gone very far. It feels like we've dodged even more bullets. And when you think about it, staying home, especially in the winter, and wearing a mask isn't that hard to do. We can do it, you guys, and we will do it. 
But first, I would like to share my five things. I, I talk about gratitude a lot. I certainly do at my Thanksgiving table, but let me just do it here. So much more efficient. Number one, I've been saving this for a while, and it's Rachel Maddow. And I was going to talk about her anyway because of how clearly she explains things, how without condescension she pulls apart events, laws. Why did this happen? Why are they asking people in cages if they've had their periods? Why this? Why that? And she does it just in plain English in a beautiful way. So many people have told me they have crushes on her. Is it her brain, her style, her kindness, her coolness? I've been a fan of her since she worked at Air America Radio, where she co-hosted a daily news show, I'm not kidding, with Chuck D, the rapper, and Liz Winstead. But my admiration for her just shot through the roof when she told the world about her partner's bout of COVID and was just so open and candid and raw. And, you know, when when guests try to thank her for the service they feel she's done, she always shirks it off. But for her to just say, those of you who know me know I'm in love and talk about what her partner means to her and how she would take a bullet for her. It was stunning. It made me cry. She's an inspiration and I'm so happy her partner is mending. And I'm so happy that this giver, Rachel Maddow, gets a lot back too. She she deserves it. Number two, there's a cadre of really good people in the Senate who maybe get less attention than their colleagues, maybe because they're not running for president, maybe because they're not committee chairs, maybe because they don't hog a microphone, to be honest. I'm thinking of Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio, Dick Durbin of Illinois, Chris Coons of Delaware, Sheldon Whitehouse of Rhode Island, people who give me a sense of calm when I see them. And I should say, I feel the same way about Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren, but they've been in a lot of headlines this year. But I just want to call out to these good, solid people who represent us. Number three, Peking duck. It's not the traditional expression of the pilgrims celebrating their first festival in the new world. But you know what? This year, my fella and I, we had it yesterday for Thanksgiving, and it was very much a celebration for us. It's sort of our fancy celebration food. Number four, watching live conversations that I'm not a part of on my computer. They may be webinars, they may be Zooms, but whatever they are, it's very exciting to watch a live conversation between Salman Rushdie and Paul Auster or Martin Amos and Steve Martin. There's an organization called Writer's Block that provides some of these. I guess there are definitely programs at the 92nd Street Y online. You can probably find them at any EDU, any university, but I've really enjoyed watching them and it feels like a connection. And I don't feel like the little match girl pressed up against the wall of these literary giants, but I do. (laughs) And number five is Zingerman's Pimento Cheese Spread. Now, I've never been to Zingerman's. I've certainly heard about them over the years. My friend Mickey Maynard extols them all the time. They're a great, famous Michigan food store. 
I'm going to call it the Zabars of the Midwest. I don't know if I dare say that. I don't know if that insults either one. Actually, I did say it, so let it stand. But through Farm to the People, I was able to buy a little tub of this pimento cheese spread, and I love it. And I know that pimento cheese spread is not my people's food. I don't come to it naturally. I think you're supposed to spread it on white bread, which I haven't had in my house in a decade at least, but it's really tasty. What can I say? It makes me happy that it's there. You know, most weeks coming up with five things, five new things that make my life better is not easy. Honestly, when I was hoping the Mueller report would really indict Donald Trump, it was fun, a little funny, and made my life so much easier to only have to come up with four new things every week. And I had a little crush on Robert Mueller, so it was fun to look at different pictures of him and post them. But you know what? This week, I feel so grateful. It's just flowing. I bet you can tell. And I'm grateful to all of you because I would not be broadcasting from my living room for myself. It's for you. And I am grateful that we're kind of collectively huddled together. And I think about you, you know, individually and collectively. And I want you to stay safe. I hope you've had a meaningful Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving adjacent experience this year. There will be more Thanksgivings. We can eat extra turkey next next November. Anyway, I'm thinking of you. I'm sending you all my best. Wear a mask. Act natural. Bye-bye. That was Five Things with Lisa Bernbach. New episodes every Friday, if she remembers.